Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. This is Emily Preciado. And Yaracetzerato for your weekly healthcare podcast. Our topic today is the impact of COVID-19 on ADHD children. We understand that maybe not all of our listeners will know what ADHD is, so you might be asking, what is ADHD? And according to the American Psychiatric Association, ADHD stands for Attention Deficiency and Hyperactivity Disorder, which usually starts in childhood and the symptoms can go on into adulthood. The symptoms of ADHD include inattention, which is not being able to keep focus, hyperactivity, which is the excess movement in any situation, and impulsivity, which are hasty acts that occur in the moment without thought. As many of you know, the pandemic forced us to change our ways of living, having to live in isolation, not interacting with anyone else besides family, while some were completely alone, and trying to stay indoors as much as possible, basically isolating ourselves from the outside world. This social isolation caused symptoms in children and young adults with ADHD to be heightened, while many of us think, oh, nice, finally a break. This social isolation made us have to rely on television and social media to interact with each other. Many of us had to rely on technology for grocery shopping, retail shopping, therapy, and entertainment. So we ask you these questions. Have you noticed an increase in your child's use of social media? Or have you seen their anxiety and restlessness worsen during the pandemic? Have you noticed your child or teen more tired and without motivation? The increased use of media and screen time was about 46% for ADHD patients during the pandemic, according to psychiatry and preclinical psychiatric studies. And according to globalization and health, this was due to those with ADHD who showed lack of self-control, had a higher rate of problematic digital media use, or PDMU for short, than controlled children. The combination of home quarantine, online class, and lack of supervision became a hotbed for PDMU during the COVID-19 pandemic. Children and young adults living with ADHD need a routine, and the pandemic prevents that due to sudden closures and having to stay home. An increase in social media usage is common for anyone staying at home, but in some individuals with ADHD, they're unable to control social media usage, and this leads to problematic digital media usage. Globalization and health brought up a comparison of a group of ADHD children and young adults without problematic digital usage to a group of ADHD children and young adults with problematic digital usage who demonstrated more severe symptoms of inattention, behavior, and emotional problems, more anxiety, depression, and stress, as well as creating a problem in children's brain. While we see the overuse of social media as a normal thing in a controlled child, those with ADHD tend to obsess over using social media. The disturbance in the brain functioning can affect sleep, cognitive abilities, develop certain mental illnesses such as depression, anxiety, Alzheimer's, and more. The radiation coming from their phone can create a risk factor for a brain tumor. Was this alarming to you? It was for us too. It's frightening to think that the media which has helped us spread awareness, stay in touch, and make communication easier can be harmful, harmful if abused. For children with ADHD, it's a way for them to deal with their emotions 
and it is important to set up a routine that prevents the problematic digital media usage. Social isolation is not something that we could prevent due to the pandemic, but in order to lessen the effects of it and prevent overuse of social media, it is important to try to go on daily walks outside and get some vitamin D. It is also important for parents to limit screen time and look for symptoms of PDMU. Some resources that could help treat ADHD according to the Brown University Child and Adolescent Behavior Letter are stimulant medications to create better focus, motivation, motor hyperactivity, and also increase levels of dopamine. Although medications can show effectiveness within hours, it could also have side effects. For those who don't want to start a medication, they have the option of going for supplements, minerals, and vitamins such as vitamin D, zinc, ferrin, omega-6, and omega-3, among many others. And for those of you who are listening and are noticing you have seen some of these symptoms before in your child or young adult, please look into counseling and visiting a doctor. Since although there isn't a perfect cure, there are resources out there for help. We hope this was helpful to you guys listening to us. Thank you for your time. This was Emily Preciado and Yaracet Serrato for your weekly healthcare podcast. See you next week. Bye. Bye.